0: Well, we are fresh back from the Milky Family Adventure 2022 out to uh, Colorado, which was a great trip. We got to go to Rocky Mountain National Park. And one of the cool things that we saw in Rocky Mountain National Park is the Continental Divide. And I've got a picture here, if you take a look at this sign. What's so fascinating to me is that that as the rainwater falls or the snow melts, however it is, that water that's right there together at the Continental Divide, if it goes to the right, to the Pacific Ocean, goes west, If it goes to the left, it goes to the Atlantic Ocean, to the east. And maybe you know this already, but there's actually another continental divide not far from here. There's a sign out on the bypass, US-20. It's a north-south continental divide. If it goes to the north, it goes to the St. Lawrence Seaway. If it goes to the south, it's going to end up in the Gulf of Mexico. Again, water that falls so close, and then but once divided, it ends up so far apart. Jesus is the great divide. That's what he said, I have not come to bring peace, but division. Wait a minute, aren't you the Prince of Peace, Jesus? Didn't you actually come to unite us? But he says, I'm gonna bring division among families, among other people. But he also brings that division in each and every one of us. We either go with him or we go away from him. There's no middle ground which is what most of us want. We want middle ground. We want the both and. I want Jesus and everything else that I want. No. Jesus says, no, 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 no. I will not make peace with that. Because I am your true love. I'm your only love. And I'm not going to share you with some false love. I love whenever we have a reading that's a little fiery like this one, you end up reading it, and then I say, the gospel of the Lord, like, really? Is that really good news to hear? But for those of us who think that, you know, everybody, in the end, everybody goes to heaven, I mean, there's no such thing as hell, come on. And that Jesus is just a big softy. He's a permissive parent, right? He says, oh, you know, do whatever you want to do. It's all good, right? No, he says, I've come to bring fire on the earth. Not a cozy little campfire. We all sit around and warm ourselves and roast marshmallows and make s'mores and sing kumbaya because it's just so cozy. No, it's like a wildfire that's raging out of control, destroying everything in its path. Because if you know your scriptures, you know that fire, fire is imagery for wrath and for judgment and help us understand what Jesus is saying. We've got to rewind back to the beginning of Luke's Gospel and as he talks about John the Baptist. And John the Baptist, preparing the way for Jesus, says, he is going to baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. He's going to gather the wheat into the barn, but he's going to, ga- he's going to take the, the chaff, the useless stuff, and he's going to burn it with unquenchable fire. Whoa. Now, let me just pause for a second. Because many of us are deeply, religiously wounded. Religion has been used to beat us up. And so whenever we hear about God, that's all we've ever heard is wrath and judgment and anger. We think of him as this this angry judge who's out to get us and to destroy us and punish us. He's always constantly disgusted with me. That's how Martin Luther started out, if you remember. But first of all, let me say this, God's wrath is not the same thing as our human anger. We can go into an emotional reaction, a fit of rage that is just out of control, and so we end up snuffing out whatever love we have for a person. We want to make them pay, we want to punish them, we want to destroy them, and and that's why for us, wrath is one of the seven deadly sins. It's not the same thing as God's wrath. I can remember being a little boy, getting in trouble, and my mom pulling me up in her lap and saying, just because I'm angry with you doesn't mean I've stopped loving you. And I had a hard time computing that as a young boy, and sometimes that's still hard to understand. But see, the same is true with God. God's wrath and His judgment Are a result of his justice and love. In fact, I would say to you, it's the same fire. The fire of his wrath and his judgment is the fire of his justice and his love. Justice is what is something that is rightly due to someone. God gave you your whole life, God gave you his only son. God has given you everything. He's given you your whole heart. So what is rightly due to him? Notice as pastor begins the Eucharistic prayer, he'll say it is just and right. To do what? To give our whole lives back to him in thanks and praise, to give everything back to him. But when we don't do that, when we sin, it can't be ignored. Ah, it's all good. No, it's not. It's not good. It's not right. It needs to be made right. And here then is how we begin to see God's justice deeply rooted in his love. See, God doesn't want this for us just because it's right for him. You know, you owe me this. No, God wants it for us. He knows that if you give your heart to anything else, it is always going to disappoint you. It is never going to satisfy you. It will never fulfill you. It's useless chaff. Whatever it is, it's useless, and it needs to be burned in the fire. Things will only be right. You will only be right. You will only get things right in life when you love God with your whole heart. So, Jesus says, I've come to set fire on the earth and how I wish it were already blazing. And then he says a peculiar and parallel statement. And he kind of turns the table back to himself. There's a baptism with which I must be baptized and how great is my anguish until it's accomplished. What's he talking about? Well, remember, John the Baptist said that he would come and he would baptize with the Holy Spirit and with fire. But come to find out as we read the story, Jesus is first baptized with the Holy Spirit and fire. So he comes to John to be baptized at the Jordan River, and the Holy Spirit comes down upon him. And there he's being baptized with all these sinners. The sinless one is so closely associating himself and identifying himself with sinners, with us, What he's doing is he's taking all of our chaff, all of our sin, our idolatry, our infidelity, and he's bundling it all up from there at the Jordan River because he's going to take it there to the cross. And there he's going to destroy it and incinerate it. What Jesus started when he was baptized by John at the Jordan River in the water, he finishes when he's baptized there on the cross in his own blood. He goes through the fire for us. See, the fire of God's judgment and wrath that is rightly due to us, by becoming one of us, Jesus takes it instead on himself. So think of the cross then as this one great big bonfire burning up everything that keeps you and me from loving him with everything that we are. The chaff, our sin, it is all destroyed there. But it also destroys him, doesn't it? I mean, he's, he's immolated. Like all those burnt offerings we hear about in the Old Testament, all those, all those animals thrown on the altar and burned to smithereens, he's destroyed. But here's the different thing. He rises out of the ashes, purified. All the chaff is burned away. He's purified, now ready to make Pure. Jesus goes through the fire for us. But that doesn't mean we still don't go through the fire, because we do. We don't get off easy. Yes, he said, I have come to bring fire on the earth. I've come to bring fire on you and me. But it's not going to destroy you. It's not going to destroy you, because you're going to go through it with him. See, that's what begins at your baptism. That's what happened to Mabel today. She was joined to Jesus. He baptized her with the Holy Spirit and fire. She was born, Paul and Kayla are two of the most awesome people I know, but they're sinners, and so she was born with sin. They passed it on to her. We call it original sin, but the Lord Jesus just burned it up in that water. But she, like all of us, the problem we have is that we keep it up. we keep growing more chaff, if you would. and it's got to be burned away. And what they promised and what each and of us has got to do over and over again is return to the power of our baptism. We have to go back to the fire of his cross. That's the journey of life. And it's going to be painful. Right? We always want to avoid pain, but it's going to be painful. Think then, especially of when we go to confession. Those of you who have gone to confession, you know it hurts. It burns. Because you're taking whatever your heart is taken with, and you're throwing it on the fire. And and we're not so good at letting go of the things that we're so attached to. And of course, when you come to confession, it requires great humility because you're ashamed. So the first thing that's got to go on the fire is your pride. (laughs) But here's the thing, you either got to come close to the fire, or you're going to grow cold. you got to stop trying to make peace between Jesus and everything else that you love that's not Jesus. you got to stop trying to have your Savior and your sin. There's no compromise, there's no middle ground. It's one way or it's the other. That's the great division. So you go to confession, and you throw it on the fire, and it hurts, but it doesn't destroy you. Instead, Jesus destroys what is destroying you, and you come out purified, and you come out forgiven with a greater capacity to be true to your true love. You come out on fire with love. That's the only thing that's going to give you peace in this world. That's the peace that Jesus gives. That's when your life is made right, just, justified. So let's take this to prayer. Would you join me in that? What I'd like you to do is take a few moments and just imagine here under the cross a great big bonfire. And I'd invite you to come and to bring your chaff whatever it is. You know what it is. Bring it and throw it on the fire. Bring it in prayer. Throw it on the fire. Burn it up so that you can be purified. And if you pray about this, if you say, man, I need to go to confession. (laughs) And we all do. Then all you got to do, just let one of us know we would be happy to bring the fire of Jesus' love into you.